Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and welcome once again to Questions About Heaven. And we just have a wonderful time as we gather together and just go through what the Bible clearly teaches about heaven, about the new Jerusalem, about our walk with Jesus Christ in heaven, and also our relationship with God the Father. I really appreciate the chance to be able to talk with you. It looks like it's going to be a very, very busy uh, coming year here. Uh, Instagram has opened up into live chats for uh, my new work uh, here uh, in social media, as well as on YouTube Live. I invite you to join me. Right now, we're doing a test run of having noontime YouTube Live videos, classes, and it seems to be going good. In the last week, we've been growing a little bit uh, here and there, and so we've changed our time around. So right now, we're running through this next month, noontime weekdays on YouTube Live. And you can find me by going to The Heaven Tour with Brad Zockel. That's T-O-U-R, The Heaven Tour. And I hope that we're able to talk and uh, I get as many uh, questions uh, to answer as possible, see if I can't help out or at least do some research on your behalf and see what the Bible says about your questions about um, the hereafter, about the book of Revelation, God the Father's home, a number of things. And as well, I'm setting up some coffee house uh, in the region of South Carolina right now, some coffee house meetings. One is in the area of Walhalla, South Carolina, a little town with a wonderful little coffee shop. And in Pickens, South Carolina, these both are in the making right now. We're talking with the ownership, and there's a great interest there. Uh, I'm going to be at People's Baptist Church every month. It's over in Greer, South Carolina, On Fridays, the next one coming up is February 10th, and I will be there at 7 o'clock, and there is a wonderful group. This will be our fourth month in meeting there. A number of different places. I'll be heading up to Easton, Maryland, uh, uh, coming up in March, as well as going over to uh, talking in in, down in, outside of Savannah, Georgia. And so I'll keep you in touch on that as we're uh, setting up the different meetings and such. And so really looking forward to that. Looking forward to talking with you today. Your big question, uh, no doubt, is not whether I am traveling around, but really, you were saying, Brad, what about heaven? What can we learn about heaven today? We've talked about the wonderful joys of heaven. If you've been with me in these podcasts, Revelation chapter 21, verse 4 says, our body, in respects to going to be in God's family, will never face death again. Revelation 21, 4 In the new earth, in our forever destination in the eternal state, the Christian will enjoy the fact that he or she will never die. There will be no pain whatsoever, as we see in Revelation 21.4, or any sorrow, no crying. Wonderful promises. As a matter of fact, in Revelation chapter 22.5, not only will we see God face to face in verse 4, but in verse 5, we will reign with him. Now, we're giving him the glory, just as Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 14 says, that the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. But we also see something else 
And that's what I want to share with you today, something very important, especially in these days and times. You know, when we look at the New Jerusalem, it's introduced in Revelation chapter 21 as being a holy city. Now, the word holy means sacred separateness. That's the best way I can tell you. It's just that we stay away from the things that will keep us away from the glory of the Lord and enjoying the Lord and honoring the Lord here on earth. And you would use this term holy. It doesn't mean that you have become uh, up for voting into sainthood or your name is elevated, but that you're showing that the Lord Jesus Christ's name would be elevated, that you're pointing toward Jehovah, or as you would say in Hebrew, Yahweh. The new Jerusalem is a holy city. And it tells us in Revelation chapter 21, verse 22, there is no temple there. So there are no church services in heaven in the new Jerusalem because this whole life is a worshipful one of enjoying the Lord, seeing him face to face. Revelation 21, 22, there's no temple for the Lord God and the Lamb are its temple. The city is within the temple. If you see it, Revelation 21 and verse 3, God says, I will be with you. And so it is as if the Holy of Holies, which we saw in the Old Testament, is now becoming large enough for everybody to be within that Holy of Holies, which will be the New Jerusalem. And this is what John says and talks about in Revelation chapter 21. There's no sun or moon on the new earth in, our, in the eternal state, in the presence of God. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 23 says, there is the sun and moon would be just a, a small, too small of a light. More than light, it's the glory of God is the light, and the Lamb is the lamp. So the illumination of the eternal state is going to be the glory of God as we see it. And then when we see, this lets you know the prophecy has been found way back in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 19. There's no more sunlight by day nor moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light. The God will be your glory. So we can start wrapping our minds around how this eternal existence will be lit up with the glory of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the illumination of his wonder, wondrous glory. But then we also see something else. In Revelation chapter 7, verse 9, John is looking in heaven. He says, I see there's a celebration here. You can't number the people. And they're from all nations and tongues and cultures and people groups. And this brings up a wonderful point. You know, I like bringing this up every so often just to remind people. We live in a life of separation. We want to be known as better than everybody else in the room. Or we might be more talented, more funny. Even among Christians, there tends to be when we walk into a social setting, we want to know where we stand and how we are presented and how we can be different from everybody else. And that brings factions, that brings schisms, or some people would pronounce it schisms. And when we take a look at that, there's one thing I so enjoy. When I worked in the Richmond Rescue Mission out in Oakland, California, and spent some time there back whenever I was single and decades back, and it was a wonder to see of all the different ethnicities and skin colors working together under Christ and enjoying them. And even in that very rough part of the Richmond section of Oakland, California, 
I saw and felt the love of the Lord Jesus Christ as all of these different people groups were all together under Christ. That's what I see in Revelation 7, 9. There's, you're recognizing the different nationalities. It says it clear there. So everybody is not one ethereal mist of non-peoples. People have their, their personalities. They have their nationalities. But they're together and celebrating together. See, Galatians chapter 3 and verse 28 says, if you're under Christ, you don't talk about nation's differences. There's no Jew nor Greek. It, does, it talks about the genders are not preferred one above the other. There are neither male nor female that find preference. Uh, bond or free, financial standing has no difference in Christ. All are one in Christ. It says bond or free doesn't make a difference. We're one in Christ. And so you see a second passage that reminds us that we're together and celebrating alongside one another and rejoicing in each other under Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 66 and verse 18 says, The time is coming to gather all the nations and tongues under the Lord, and they shall come and see my glory. Nations aren't sitting there saying, just remember, we're the ones that could win a war, or we're the ones that have the best resources, or we're the ones that have the best culture and the best food and the best music. No, no. We come together to say, look at what God has done. Great is his faithfulness, wondrous is his glory. This is a God we can enjoy and worship together. Isaiah 66 verse 18 predicts that. Zechariah chapter 2 and verse 11 says, many nations will join themselves to, to the Lord that day and become my people. Many nations will join themselves to see the Lord that day and to become my people. I think one of the grand enjoyments in heaven is the believer under the grace of God receiving what they could not deserve, the mercy of God not getting the punishment that, that you and I freely deserve. And in seeing that joy is embracing one another and enjoying one another in a friendship and a rejoicing and, and, and I say, in singing and eating and feasting and laughing, Luke chapter 6 and verse 21, it's under the Lord. We have a reason. See, humor for humor's sake, it doesn't make much sense. Or as what was once one of the most puzzling things, MGM, their, uh, their slogan is art for art's sake. And numerous people say, well, that's a nonsensical saying. You say art for the sake of beauty, art for the sake of thought or intellect, but art for art's sake, it's just saying like food for food's sake or a book for a book's sake. No, books for the sake of reading, music for the sake of comfort in, in different ways. And in this, we say this, it's heaven for the sake of rejoicing, laughing for the sake of understanding the joy and the excitement of the Lord and so many things. And if we can just concentrate and just have a time of meditation in our God and I time during the day and in our prayer time and thanking the Lord for the reason for our happiness, the reason for our hope, the reason for our joy, and the anticipation of the great love. Did you notice that? 
the love of the Father, which also spreads out to the love of the fellow believers all through heaven, the grand population of joy and of love there. There's no racism, there's no bias, no prejudice, and that's one thing that I enjoy. Those that will be together in the home of the Lord, John chapter 14, the many places that we live, we will rejoice and enjoy together. Thanks so much. This is Brad Zocco. I hope you wrote down those references and then look them up, share a Bible study. And listen, if you'd like to uh, have a Bible study uh, and, and you need a textbook, our ministry has written a textbook in a sense. It's uh, the top questions I've received on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube about heaven. Put them into a book form, the first of our seven book series, and it's called What is Heaven All About? What is Heaven All About? And you can get it on Amazon, and uh, there's a back section of it where you can have an interactive Bible study and share with others and grow. So if you might go into Amazon and then look up What is Heaven All About? with Brad Zockel, and then if that can help you out, well, God bless you. I think that that will be great. And uh, your uh, purchase of that helps our ministry continue on in what we're doing. Well, I've got to get going here and get some other podcasts ready for you. Thanks so much. Take care. This is Brad Zocco with Zulon International Bible Institute, and our classes are just very, very, uh, just enjoyable, so enjoyable to me as I get to be able to share and learn and grow in fellowship with you. Take care, and Lord willing, we'll talk very, very soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.